welcome back to the Holiday Podcast, where we talk about the frightful, the festive, and everything in between. You're listening to episode 9. I'm your host, Selena, and I'm with my co-host, Evan. In this episode, we'll be delving into one of my favorite holiday specials, specifically because this is my neck of the woods, Halloween, but I watch it all year long, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, I absolutely just love Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. I watch it all year, and every time I sing along, and I could watch it literally every day and not get bored. It's one of our go-to movies. It is a go-to movie. When we want to watch a movie and relax, we don't know what to watch, you put on The Nightmare Before Christmas because that's just what you do. When you're twisted like us and you like both holidays and you need to find a happy medium, that's the go-to movie. Mm Mm-hmm. So, first off, we're going to talk a little bit about the background of the movie, just so you guys get a feel for it. Maybe some of you have seen it, probably, if you're watching the Holiday Podcast, but some of you may not have seen it, so we're just going to talk briefly about it. Um, Go ahead, Evan. Can... Okay, so originally, uh, Tim Burton produced a book called The Nightmare Before Christmas in 1993, and in the same year, um, Tim Burton produced a movie with Henry Selleck directing the movie titled Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before Christmas. Henry Selleck, if you don't know, has also directed Coraline and James and the Giant Peach, which Coraline is also one of our favorite movies as I well. I love Coraline. Also um, good. Watch it. If you can't tell, we like stop-motion movies. Stop-motion is pretty much the art of uh, setting up a scene with figures, taking a picture, moving them a little bit, taking another picture, and it's a, just a set of technically motion pictures right? to create an entire film. Um, a general description of the the movie. Wait, you oh. forgot the best part. Oh, the music is by Danny Elfman, who's done literally every other Tim Mo- Burton movie under the sun. He's except done, Big Fish. Except Big Fish. And Ed Wood, right? He didn't do Ed Wood. No, he didn't do Ed Wood. But he's done, like, The Corpse Bride. Like, he's one of those people who, who's the guy that directed, um... Or did the music for uh, Harry Potter and the... Um, John Williams. John Williams. He's like the John Williams of, like, creepy movies. Like, you know it's Danny Elfman's music. That's just how signature it is. It's so good. Okay, sorry, Selena, for messing that up. But a general description <laughs> of the movie is that in Halloween Town, a town dedicated to Halloween, uh, the residents there love Halloween it is their thing. It is like the Selena world. <laughs> and the they prep- ruler? Well, they, they prep for it all year, and Jack is kind of their head leader of the whole town. Everybody well, looks up to him. Jack and Skellington. Jack who Skellington. Is a giant skeleton. Um. And so essentially, he gets sick of the same old, same old in Halloween town, and he kind of wanders off one night after their big Halloween celebration, and he ends up in the woods. And he enters a door uh, to Christmas Town, and he sees how joyful it is, and how different it is, and how new and exciting it is. And he decides that he thinks he can bring this joy to the residents of Halloween Town and share with them something that could possibly bring up a good change. However, the residents of Halloween Town take it off the rails and it becomes this very destructive thing that was not planned and wasn't intended to be and so kind of the lesson is like it's kind of has a poor lesson in the sense that like well maybe it doesn't because it, it <laughs> stay in your lane st- stay in your lane don't change no but you could say the grass isn't always greener you know you may think you have it better somewhere else but what you really have to treasure is what's right in front of you that's basically the story why do we love it selena why why, why? do we love it why don't we love it um well 
first we kind of want to say like Tim Burton kind of wrote the story uh, based on how stores change for the holidays so quickly. So, you know, when you walk into Walmart or, you know, Target or whatever sometimes and, and you see Halloween decorations and it's not even Halloween yet and it's torn down and there's Christmas lights up. So he that kind of sparked his idea of like a Halloween Christmas mix up story. So I think that that was really interesting and I, I like how someone combined both ideas. Like, you never really think Tim Burton would touch Christmas. He kind of did in Edward Scissorhands a little bit with the whole Christmas scene there. But, you know, he has that eerie, creepy feel. But he was able to mesh the concept together so well, so flawlessly. And I think that that definitely adds to the success of the movie. Do you have anything else to add? Uh, yeah. The music, as we've said before, written by Danny Elfman is... I think this is probably some of his best work. I would say this and Beetlejuice are probably my favorite things from... Danny Elfman, I mean, yeah, Danny Tim Elfman. And- it's very memorable. Uh, you can sing along to it. I like the balance of it also. Once you hear this music, it kind of gets into your head, and then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know that one. And and we're not the only ones that really love this movie. It has gained quite the cult following over its, what, 24 years, soon to be 25 years of existence. Mm-hmm. It's it's grown quite the large number of people following it. I mean, I've seen it more recently you know, people wearing shirts and stuff. I used to wear shirts, like, back in middle school, elementary school, and people were like, ew, why are you wearing that? Are you goth? And now everybody has everything with Jack Skellington on it, so I was the OG Jack Skellington lover. Uh, What? Okay. Uh. (laughs) But anyway, getting back on track, I think that the music is great because... Um, It has a perfect combination of, like, eerie spooky. So when you're in the Halloween town scenes, it has that traditional eerie vibe. But then when you get to the Christmas parts, you're like, wow, this is really jolly. It's very cute and sweet. The animation style, as we said before, is stop motion. And sometimes stop motion does not age well. Uh, With the advance of calendars or cameras within the past 20 years or so, you'd expect something that kind of relies so heavily on photographs to kind of look a little bit poorer, but stop motion is one of those things that still kind of looks timeless to this day. Even with uh, movies like A Year Without a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Mm -hmm. they still look good today. Well, as you always say, Evan, stop motion is a labor of love. You know, you know people really care and are dedicated to a movie when they want to take the time to move a figure for how many frames to just make a head turn and make an arm wave in the air you know that's definitely something that requires a lot of time and a lot of dedication and this definitely pulled it off flawlessly Mm -hmm. definitely uh the expressions of jack and all of the other characters of halloween town they all look unique and individual there's there's no real two characters that sort of just look like the background characters each character looks like it has a purpose and an identity and I think character development is a really good thing to have in a movie. Something that I can I can look at a character, I can be like, that's the, that's what that character is. So characters like Jack and also Oogie, just by looking at them, you can kind of get a feel of what they are. And lastly, I would say it just captures everything we love about both holidays, you know. For me, it has that dark, creepy, and Halloween traditional Tim Burton feel, you know. It has the wonky-looking pumpkins and the ghosts and the the crooked you know graveyard fence and the and the gravestones and and everything about it is just it's it's like how trick-or-treat is to you evan if you've never seen that movie it has that traditional halloween vibe to it that i love and it also has the christmas aspect too okay and why do we think it's timeless this is probably our last topic on this uh i think we we 
get this timeless vibe because in a way it's sort of set up a lot like traditional holiday movies um the dialogue is very simplistic and accessible for really anyone at any age and um the songs are super memorable honestly you could take what i just defined this movie as and put it to charlie brown charlie brown is uh very easily accessible anyone could just sit down and watch charlie brown you don't need you don't need to like put on a thinking cap like you do when you watch like um like Inception or or like complex thinking movies like uh, Mr. Nobody. You can just sit back and enjoy it for what it is without thinking too much. And that's kind of why I think it, it is sort of timeless. Mm-hmm. I would just say, I mean, it's timeless because you see people wearing Jack stuff all year. Not specifically Halloween or in the fall or anything like that. Like you, you can walk anywhere and see someone with a Jack Skellington shirt or a keychain or whatnot. And it's just accessible all year. So, yeah, if you haven't watched Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas, I highly recommend that you do it. I believe it's on Netflix. It was. They keep, it was. They keep putting know. it on and taking it off and then if putting not, it back on again. If not, buy it because it's definitely a keeper. You will watch it a lot if you love the holidays as much as we do. <laughs> uh, we also have a game that we play. We bought a version of Trivial Pursuit, uh, which is like a fact sort of based game where it asks really really detailed questions about the movie stuff like what pattern is on santa's socks and underwear during the movie stuff that like if you just glance and miss it you won't pick it up and we 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 kind of obsess over details like this mm -hmm. and i think that's another thing that makes this movie really special is like their attention to detail like i said right. every character has their own design but like the environment just has the design as well as and Selena you, was saying. You almost catch something new every time. Like, oh, I never noticed that that character was wearing this. Or, oh, their face looks like this. Or, it's... I mean, I've watched it probably at least over 30, 40 times now. Yeah. <laughs> and I I find something new every time. I would, I would equate Nightmare Before Christmas to, like, any movie that when you watch it the first couple of times doesn't feel... Like you're watching something bad. Like, have you ever watched a group scene in a movie, Selena, where, like, people just kind of look out of place like they just said, okay, now extras. Everyone stand in there, yeah. Move in from the right, <coughs> now extras. And I know you can't say that to clay puppets, but um, each character looks like they're doing something relevant to the scenes. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. That's the, what makes it great. And the movie's also very quotable. It is. Oh, I quote it so much. And with that, we thank you for listening again. What do you think? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, so get a hold of us on any of our social media and talk to us because we will love to respond. And we're usually good at that. Yeah. Um, the next episode will also be a Tim Burton episode where we will talk about some of his other works that we really like and some that we don't like. More recently, some that we don't like. Ugh, ugh. Uh, Poor Tim Burton, please go back to what you did before. <laughs> well, we'll get into that next yes. episode. If you like this kind of content and would like to support us, we have a Patreon page with the link in the description. Why don't you check it out? It's kind of spooky. We love your support to keep doing what we love to do and, and make everything more improved for you as time goes on. So thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next episode. Bye.